celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. 1-866-405-8405. It's toll free to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Could be Vladdy, the world famous Russian dog wizard who is limping in today. He got 25 stitches over the weekend. Oh wow. my gosh, he's been bitten. What, was he drinking? No, he wasn't. He was out trying to help some dogs and he got bit in his uh, okay, well. in the line of duty. And uh, we'll talk to him in just a few minutes, find out what that's all about. Also, in just a few minutes, who will care when you're not there? Well, I know when I'm not there, no one will care. But when you leave your pets behind, who's going to take care of them? Between 5 and 9 million animals every year are euthanized simply because their parents expired and they made no plans for them afterwards. So in just a few minutes, we're going to talk to a couple of lawyers. They're estate lawyers for humans. And so many people ask them about pet trusts that they decided to write a book about pet trusts. That's on the way there. Do you have plans for your bird, Joey? Because I know you could easily outlive your bird. You know, I mean, you, your you, bird um, could outlive you, you. You read my mind here. No, I, I actually do not have plans for my bird, so I'm interested in hearing um, what you do here. My bird is such a pain in the neck, though. I don't I, I don't know if anyone's going to want to. What about you, Joy? Have you planned for your animals after you leave? Absolutely. That was one of the first, as a matter of fact, when I first had my will done, that was the reason I had it done, mm. because I, I knew that they needed to go someplace, and they were my primary concern so yeah i actually have my business and everything else the proceeds left to them so you actually did your will because of them you decided to do it wow, because of them so, i did oh that's that's cool okay so we'll be talking to them in just a few minutes and it might give you some you? idea how about you i haven't i probably i well i don't know I, I might not outlive them who knows but if i had a pet like a bird and they live like 80 years sometimes no I mean, that's probably exaggerating 60 not really some of them do. Some now. of them. How long is your bird going to live there, Joey? My bird averages between 60 and 70 Holy years of cockatoo. So, and she's um, somewhere in the 30, 30 range right now. So, yeah. But you know what? You know what they say? Only the good die young. So I don't think she has anything to worry about. <laughs> also, uh, today we have the top 10 most dangerous days for pets. VPI Insurance put together a list wow. from their database, and they compiled the top 10 most dangerous days. That's all coming up today on Animal Radio, along with a whole bunch of other great stuff. Uh, if you want to talk to any one of the Dream Team, it's toll-free right now, 1-866-405-8405. Oh, Joey, what are you working on today? I want to talk about um, how the sand and the beach and the water affects your dog's coat, especially the sand. It's something that most people don't think about when they bring their pets to the beach. So we're going to talk about that and how it affects their grooming. All on the way. Greetings, Animal Radio lovers. Vinnie Penn, your party animal, coming at you. One of my last days on the beach. I noticed something very interesting. There was one guy on the beach who had a newborn with him. A newborn, about a year old. Kind of taking his first little lumbering steps on the sand and uh, the guy was there without uh, you know uh, the baby's mother to my left bit of a ways down was another gentleman who was frolicking with a dog in somewhat the same capacity and i swear if i'm not mistaken the guy with the dog the girls were staring at him much more than the guy with the baby well i guess as i say it out loud women seeing a guy with a baby they probably assume there's a mother not far off and perhaps one who takes taekwondo or you know maybe they're living in fear maybe that's why the guy with the dog 
I mean, the dog is the ultimate chick magnet, particularly on the beach. You throw that frisbee, and that dog comes running out, soaking wet, and does that shake, and you do that funny little, ah, you're getting me soaking wet. This dog was a chick magnet, and it wasn't even like it was, you know, it was a Rottweiler or this beautiful chocolate lab or, you know, anything of this nature. It was a straight-up mutt. Not that I'm anti-mutt by any stretch of the imagination, but the girls were running over, look at him, and the dog would shake his... The salt water all on the girls. Don't do that. Then they were laughing and everything. All I was thinking about was every time I took a girl to the beach, if I splashed water on their shore, she was like, you jerk, and stomped off to the concession stand, only to come back with French fries that she didn't share. The dog is a chick magnet more than a kid. But as I said, I think I'm realizing on the air, because women probably presume kid's got a mother. Guy's probably taken. So I guess this really wasn't a question. Or maybe just that I answered my own question. Vinny Ben, Marty Animal, Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Our phone numbers are 1-866-405-8405. That connects you with Judy Francis. And she's screening your calls for Dr. Debbie, groomer Joey Villani, animal communicator Joy Turner, pet travel expert Susan Sims, or Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. It is toll-free. I'm Hal Abrams. Welcome this Father's Day weekend. Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, looking beautiful today, curled up in the corner, and Boog, the studio stunt cat. Well, he doesn't really do any stunts, but sleep, he sleeps. <laughs> he sleeps a lot. Yeah, that's a stunt. That's his stunt. Yeah, Whoa. and snores. If you want to talk to any one of us, we're here today on this Father's Day weekend. Happy Father's Day weekend. Stacy. what are you working on? You know when you're dating somebody and you break up and somebody always says to you, don't worry, there are plenty of fish in the sea. Uh-huh. Well, let me tell you something. We can learn something from some of these other fish. They did a study hmm? on mating behaviors mm. of fish and guys. There's some lessons to be learned here. I'll tell you about <laughs> it coming up on Animal Radio News. And let's take a call for Dr. Debbie. We have Jan. Hey, Jan, welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? What's going yeah. on with your animals? I'm doing okay, but I have a couple of problem children. Uh, one is an eight-year-old male. All my animals are fixed. and Male, male what? What kind of critter? Uh, cat. Sorry. Kitty, all right. <laughs> I have lots of kitties uh, for at present, and that's probably the top number we'll keep with for a while. Uh, Jackie is an eight-year-old male, neutered. And we recently took in a cat that was left behind. The people moved out and left her, and she was freezing to death. So we've brought her in, and she is fixed, declawed as well, and probably four years old, as far as the vet can tell. Okay. Uh, the other two cats have is, is pretty much gotten used to her. She's getting used to them. Jackie is actually stalking her and attacks and not in a nice way. He is vicious. Okay. I've never seen this kind of behavior with him at all. Okay. So when he attacks her, does is there fur flying? Is there actually a physical alteration, altercation, or is it more vocal? He he's silent. He just goes for the attack, and they are going at it, hammer and tongs, trying to kill each other. By the looks of it. But they're not making any noise, though. Oh, yeah, when they're engaging okay. in the fight, they're, they're rah, 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 you okay. know, <laughs> getting loud and rowdy. All righty. And then when, after they fight, get done fighting, what's going on? What what do the kitties do? She usually runs down to the basement where she hides. And she jumps through a hole that goes underneath the house, and she hides there for a while and comes out after a while. Okay. okay. 
All right. Ugh, well, yeah, this is ugly. this is a lot of fun. Now, you said you have other kitties, so you have four cats right now, correct? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, this might be a little bit more simplistic answer if we only had two kitties in the home. But in, in all honesty, you might not have the same problem when we only have two kitties in the home. Because when we add more cat personalities into the house, that's when we can have more opportunity for these inner cat social issues. Um, wow. So if we're at one cat, two cats, sometimes thir- third cat will see something tipping the balance of things, adding in a fourth cat, and more and more, you have a greater risk of this kind of thing happening. Now, it is possible that these two cats have something between them that we may not be able to help. So it's it's very similar to uh, having a college friend that you share an apartment with that you just can't get along with no matter how hard you try. So yeah. in some cases, I always keep that in the back of my mind that you can't ask a cat to behave like a non-cat. Um, so they're not dogs. So there's sometimes yeah. these personality things we just can't get to work out. But from what you're saying... Um, with an aggressor cat, when there is actually a physical aggression towards another cat, and the other cat is anxious, nervous, fearful, um, there's some different steps that we can try. Now, the, the first thing to recognize is that sometimes the fearful behavior can actually make the aggressor attack. So a yeah. cat that cowers or hisses in the response to a uh, impending attack actually can trigger that. So in a lot of cases, we'll work on focusing on the aggressor, um, but sometimes we'll kind of switch the balance and go the other direction. Um, so generally, my recommendation is to, to really kind of limit these two kitties' interactions, if at all yeah. possible. Um, because They're you really... Exactly. It's very hard. Cats have a very good memory. They're like elephants, and they're going to recall that, you know, hey, yesterday there was this thing that happened between us. I'm still pissed at you, man. I'm going to take you down. So, yeah, so my guideline is three to five days of kitty timeout in between altercations. But then we really got to do some steps in the meantime. So so some of the things that we might do, one of the simplest things I would do is see about getting a a breakaway collar with a bell on uh, Jackie. And that can help the more passive kitty to know when he's coming and to take little retreat steps if necessary. Um, uh-huh. Very important because if, if her personality is such that she doesn't really want to have a lot of interactions with him, we're not going to make her. So the safest thing is to give her that opportunity to kind of get out of the way. Um, and then uh, certainly I'm a fan of pheromones, those natural scent hormones that can have a calming behavior. Uh, that benefits everybody in this situation. Uh-huh. Um, now, I can tell you many- what I've tried so far. Okay. Uh, I have tried Rescue Remedy, mm-hmm. uh, and he was okay with that for a little while, but as soon as it wears off, there he goes, back into action. Okay. Um, taking him to the vet, and we had him on Kitty Prozac for a couple okay. of months, and that was almost a bigger fight getting him to take that <laughs> than the fight between the cats. Yeah, oh, golly. I've tried exchanging scented socks. I put a sock in his bed and one where she lays and then exchange mm-hmm. it so that they're getting mm-hmm. used to each other's scents. And mm-hmm. no, it's not working. I have had cats all my life and always multiple cats. I have never, ever encountered anything like this. This is a one-off. 
It's freaky. Yeah, it, <laughs> and it, it's very powerful when, when it does occur. And, um, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you've done a lot of the right things, and definitely a, a good medical workup is always advised if we've yeah. got cats that say have been together for a while and then we have some fighting. Um, yeah. If we've got a new introduction, at least we've got some trigger point there that we're really working on. Um, and there are other medications that I will often tap into besides Prozac. Um, sometimes the reality is that uh, I mentioned when we treat the aggressor, what we perceive as the aggressor cat with a medication, it can sometimes help. It can sometimes make things worse. And in some cases, we'll actually shift gears and medicate the cat with the anxiety. And we might try an alternate medication to help a cat who has an anxiety disorder, who's really fearful, and help them to kind of be more confident. And sometimes that helps to take their responses of uh, that kind of trigger that cat to to leap and to bound, um, and, and that can help in that way. So that might be the alternate way that we go along using things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the reality is, it sounds like you got a lot of the great ideas. The hard thing is doing a full separation when you've got all those cat personalities in the house, <laughs> and and to really be you know faithful because if if we do a separation for kitties, it's yeah. you know we keep them oh. apart, and we only start to put them closer together once there's good things like you know we feed them outside of the doors. Yeah. If there's any signs of little ears back, swishing tail, or they're chomping on their food too fast, those are signs they're not comfortable with the situation, and I don't yeah. like to push that reintroduction any faster. Wow. This has been very slow. Mm. Well, we wish yeah. you the best of luck with that. It sounds like it's a tough problem to deal with. We, we know about that. We have a lot of cats here. Fortunately, they all get along. We're counting yeah. our blessings here, Jan. Let us know how that turns out. I will. I appreciate it. Thank you for your call today, and thanks for listening to Animal Radio. Thank you. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now on this Father's Day weekend. We're here, brought to you by Wall. You know dogs are one of the most intelligent animals. You know that. At least ladybugs. She is, that's for sure. It's no wonder that Wall Pet Clippers are the number one choice of dogs and their owners. Wall Blades provide better grooming results. And they make you look smart for saving money. You lucky dog. Visit Wall, that's W-A-H-L, pet.com. Warm weather is here, and your dog is ready to trade in its winter coat for a summer haircut. Wall Pet Clippers are the number one home grooming choice for dogs and their owners because Wall's precision ground blades cut hair without pulling or snagging. Grooming your dog at home is safe, easy, and it helps you save money. So show how much you care. Cut your dog's hair with a Wall Clipper. Visit Wall, W-A-H-L pet.com. Do you have an aging pet? How about a scratchy dog or an anxious cat? The natural vet, Dr. Sean Messonnier, recommends Pet Pals Vitamins. Pet Pals formulas provide safe, affordable nutritional therapy with noticeable benefits. Pet Pals are flavored, chewable tablets that can be given as a treat or crumbled and mixed in with your pet's food. Give your pal the gift of wellness and longevity. Try Pet Pals risk-free today with our satisfaction guarantee. Go to AnimalRadio.com for your 10% off coupon now. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. 
Fido-friendly as the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido-friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets. And uh, in just a few minutes, a couple of lawyers, a couple of attorneys will be on the air. And they have a book out called, Who Will Care When You're Not There? What happens to your pet when you expire? Ooh, that's always a tough question. There's uh, there's about five to nine million animals that are put to sleep every year because their owners died and they were not taken care of. And we'll find out more about this in just a few minutes. Right now, uh, wow, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, unfortunately not at his best this week because he uh, he got bit. Got bit by a German shepherd. Ooch. 25 stitches. And uh, I got to say, this is the, like the only the second time in history that that's ever happened to him. And uh, not a great Father's Day present, is it? Not, not at all, especially, you know, considering... This is not the dog I even trained. Just came the dog from the back. Did not see how it happened, but when I saw my the dog's teeth was on my legs. So what oh, can I say? Got you by surprise. Exactly. The dog acting KGB style, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Snuck up quiet. You want to answer some email? Sure. Okay. Let's see. I'm gonna can you give me a dog question there, Judy. We have a lot of emails this weekend. You can email us at yourvoice at animalradio.com. Our individual emails are over at the website at animalradio.com, too. This one comes from Christy. Christy writes, I would like to know why my dog likes to roll in cat poo. Ew. What do you mean? I know Ladybug likes to do that, too. <laughs> Vlade, why, why do dogs like to roll in cat poo? You know, it's the, for the same reasons dogs like to roll in uh, skunk uh, smell or any other things, because dogs have a totally different perception of s- smell. They like that strong aroma pungent that's, uh, you know, which for us humans, you know, it's like ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. They like uh, roll that fish. They like to go after dirty socks, underwear, and so all that things, all that pleasant things. So, <laughs> another reason why the dogs do to to um, kind of uh, be better hunters, because they're hunters. And uh, sometimes the dogs rolling in another dog's scent oh. in order to masquer, uh, what is the English word I'm looking for, to, to, to pretend so they are from the same pack, so it would be easier to mask for them it. to, okay. yeah, ah. to mask it, yeah, and that's that's the one of the, those two reasons could happen. You know, in a lot of times, we don't know for sure what is happening, but we definitely can prevent it and stop it, and in this situation, it's a very annoying behavior i can only imagine to wash that dog yeah. once in a while and or after that type of the unpleasant experience so my best advice would be first of all pick up the cat's poop yeah i mean cats should be uh, you know should be poop in the special boxes not outside but th- if it, this is happening you know just pick it up and then you will not have a problem and if the dog tried to do that correct the dog 
Okay, well, let's uh, let's talk about Ladybug here for a second. She'll get her bath, and then she'll go outside, and she'll roll in uh, dead bugs. Bird uh, poop. Bird poop. All kinds of things that I just can't pick up. Is there a way to train her not to do that, or am I just pretty much SOL? Yeah, you know what, because, again, because you washed her, and now she has no scent on her, and she's the hunter, and she's thinking, well, how can I survive in this nature if I'm so clean right now? Everyone going to figure out who am I, and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to catch any cat. I'm not going to catch anyone. I'm not going to catch any bug. So that's what she's doing, you know. She's getting back in shape. How can you stop her from that? Sure. I mean, just let her run around, and as at the first time, at the first event she's trying to do it, just simply, you can clap your hands, maybe move forward, use the dog, um, like a doglish dog language, move forward, which is invasion personal space, clap your hands and make the sound like, ah, she stops, good girl, give her treats, and after that, watch her again, and normally it takes three times, you catch her in the action, you, you know, basically startle her. You know, and she will be fine. And uh, I would also like to give her something else to do as far as maybe nice toys. If you believe that's happening just after she, she, she received the bath, maybe around that time give her bull steak or any other nice, you know, treats and nice bones so she could chew on and, uh, you know, distract her from those activities. Now, what's going to keep her from actually rolling in the worms or the, the bird poop or anything to get a treat? Because she knows she gets a treat at the end if she stops. No, no, no. You have to stop her and have to give her the treats. I understand what you mean. No, no, no. You cannot do that. You know, she tried to do certain things like rolling in this uh, nasty stuff. You momentarily clap your hands, stop her. If it doesn't work, you can use pet convincer, which okay. I know you have. Yes. Spray it. Spray the air. Psst. She stops. You tell her, good girl. And after that, give her something positive. Hell, I, you know, I, I train her many times and I still believe you and, you know, you can learn more. Here is what the Vladis rules are. Okay. Correct, redirect, and praise. Correct. Correct. Redirect, redirect and, and praise. praise. So like a like a race car. Push on the brake. Use pet convincer. After that, make the turn. I'm speaking in allegoric language. Sure. Like, and after, it means give her nice treats. Or I'm not talking about treats like she can eat momentarily. I'm talking about interactive treats. She, she can play and chew on it oh. instead of rolling into this nasty stuff. That's what I meant. And oh. as, as she does it, good girl, good girl. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. If you're having a problem with your dog, I tell you, this guy's a genius. Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Brought to you by, you guessed it, Stella and Chewies. Darn good food. It's Ladybug's favorite food. It's the official food of Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. And you know, we can be pretty picky about selecting the kind of food. We oh, get a lot of samples here. A lot of stuff, and we know what's good and what's bad. And yes, we, we never recommend anything which we know would not work, and we never, a lot of advertisers comes to us all the time, and please try this, please try that, and we are very selective. As a matter of fact, my team has a few people who are testing different products before even I open my mouth and telling how good or how bad this product is. So... And we're staying behind the quality. You you, you tested Stella and Chewy's on uh, Mika's food. You actually put it on top of it? Not just the Mika. Like I said, we used on many, many dogs with a great uh, success. And here is why. 
Um, let's say uh, just a few days ago, I stopped at one location um, nearby Newport Beach, uh, California. They opened, you know, in my area, it's very, uh, uh, you know, calm and so much uh, holistic approaches to the dog food. And uh, once in a while, one company comes on the market another. And this com- this time around, they're now cooking for the dog in the um, in the special kitchen. And after that, they're freezing the dog food and giving the people uh, like um, day b- for, for the day. Uh, like a day supply. So I purchased that one and I try on the Mika and give me dairy the next day. Um, you know, uh, don't re- reinvent the wheel. And I believe still and choose, understand. Um, do not reinvent the wheel. Or, like we say in Russia, do not rediscover America. <laughs> America is already <laughs> discovered. There is no substitution to the mother nature. My grandfather, who was a famous Soviet biologist, always kept telling me, do not cheat the mother nature. You will lose it. In, re- in response, in regard to the nutrition, uh, still and choose and use using um, raw ingredients. Uh, they have a two variety of the products, freeze-dried and raw food. Those raw food, even you, hell, can eat it because they have no worms, have nothing. You just slightly defrost it and give it to your dog, and you don't need to cook. You don't need to kill all those enzymes, cofactors, and vitamins and minerals and anything, no preservatives, nothing. It's just what the mother nature wanted. Yes, we tried, and, and the many times, and as a matter of fact, my own dog, Mika, on that product, all the time. Mm. Good stuff. And I'd like to send you a sample. It's Stella and Chewies. You can check it out at the website, animalradio.com. And then look for our address. Send me a self-addressed stamped envelope. And I'll send you back some Stella and Chewies. It's raised naturally. There's no added hormones or antibiotics. And it is the official food of Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog. Make it the official food of your stunt dog. Hey, Sally. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. I understand you want to talk to animal communicator Joy Turner. I would love to. She's right here. Hi, Sally. Who can I speak to for you? I would like you to talk to Bentley, my cat. We had him for 17 and a half years, but he just couldn't hold out, and we lost him um, March 30th, 30th. So here's my question. This morning or last night, I had the weirdest dream about him. So I have a couple of questions. Is he trying to tell me, yes, he is still here? And go ahead. He says, well, yes, he is trying to tell you that he's always going to be near you. He goes, well, he's not quite here like in his physical body here, but, you know, he is still always going to be near you. Okay, because it was really a weird dream. And then um, does he have anything else he'd like to tell me? He said, yes. Yes. He's wondering if you want him to return to you. Of course. He says, like, soon. Okay, yes. Good, because he says he's planning it. So start paying attention because he'll be sure that you're, you just kind of receive maybe an inclination to go someplace or look at something or somebody comes across your path that'll tell you something about kittens. Mm-hmm. He's wanting to come as a baby. I would love that. He was, he was the neatest cat. So you tell him. You know, there's not going to be another one like him. He says, well, and technically, even when he returns to you, he won't be exactly like Bentley because he'll be the new him, but it'll still be his same soul, and and you'll know him. He's positive you'll know him. Oh, that would be so cool. He says, okay, so pay attention because he's going to be on his way. Okay, and then the other cats that have gone on, are they still around? I I had Thumper that that was, um, you know, 17 years ago, and then Zorro was Bentley's brother. And they are always around. 
Okay. They all want you to know they never actually really, so to speak, go someplace. Mm-hmm. So that anytime you want to talk to them, all you have to do is think about them. Okay. And give them a moment. It's kind of like if you wanted to call somebody on the phone, you'd have to give them a moment to pick up the phone mm-hmm. after it rings. But then they'll be there and you can talk to them and they'll hear everything that you say. Okay. Because, boy, I'm sure having a hard time with Bentley's loss. They all know that, and that's one of the reasons Bentley wants to come back so quickly. Okay, and so Bentley needs to tell tell his, his former dad that, yes, we do need to get another kitty. Yes. <laughs> oh, he's there. He's listening. Okay, he's on the other line. So, anyway, well, that's good to know. And is there anything else Bentley wants to tell us? He says that he loves everybody. Oh, I know. I know. Okay, well... Thank you, and I was able to hold my cool. How about that? That's wonderful. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much, and you tell Bentley that we love him a lot. He knows already. All right, well, you have a great day. Take care, Sally. Okay, bye-bye. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Animal Radio is brought to you by... New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. K9 Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and K9 Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Boy, I'll tell you, there's nothing like a good horse race, but take me to a mouse race and you've got one captive audience. I didn't even know there was such a thing. The owners of an Iowa bar are in trouble with a law covering mouse races. The Bucktail Lodge in Danville was busted recently after officials received a tip that mouse races with betting were taking place there. The bar was raided by the Des Moines County Sheriff's Department and citations were issued to Scott and Jan Beach. The two are accused of allowing criminal activity in the form of gambling. It was a dollar per mouse on the races. Boy, there's some kind of trend going on with bars. Remember a few weeks ago we were doing a story on goldfish races. They've got turtle races. This is abuse of, of, of animals smaller than your thumb. Jan is also accused of conducting charge sales without a credit card. See, they're sneaky little people. Apparently, you don't need to be able to tell time to look good wearing an expensive watch. The Sun says dog owner Karen Denny recently purchased her Border Terrier a collar with, ready for this, a built-in Rolex watch. And guess how much it costs? You won't even believe this. $4,100. The UK resident purchased the watch as a birthday gift for her dog. Allison Jones designed the unique collar and describes it as the ultimate accessory. An avian flu outbreak that has halted ostrich meat exports from South Africa has spread to a total of eight farms despite the preventive slaughter of about 10,000 birds. Uh, the outbreak, which was first detected in April in South Africa's western Cape province, has affected the entire Klein Karoo Valley. That's home to about 70% of the country's ostrich industry. So it's a, it's a big loss. The agricultural department said in a statement that the impact in the Klein Karoo Valley is quite serious. It's the hub of ostrich production and the economy of the area is based on it. Well, the largest pet health report 
ever compiled revealed a number of disturbing trends, such as 46% increase in canine diabetes since 2005. This is uh, reflecting the human population, too. Data showing that cat owners don't often seek vet care for their felines, and the most common disorder affecting both dogs and cats is dental disease. That affects about 78% of dogs and 68% of cats. And that can have serious effects on their liver and their kidneys. I mean, the if you don't get your dog's uh, teeth cleaned, it can really affect a lot of their organs. I'm Stacy Cohen. You can get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z. Hi, I'm Ed Asher, you're on Animal Radio. Spay or neuter your animals, you dummies. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Poor Vladi has such a oh, poor guy today. He has twenty five stitches. Got bit. Last uh, last oh, week in the thigh, that's painful. From a German Shepherd, and yeah. he, you know he loves German Shepherds. That's his favorite breed. Mm-hmm. So, in just a few minutes, we'll find out what that was all about, and whether or not he's going to go back for a rematch. <laughs> <laughs> I understand he might. Also on the way, who will care when you're not there? Who's going to take care of your animal when you expire? Yeah, you always think a relative, a, a child or something, but not always true. You really need to, to plan and make sure. Believe it or not, between four and nine million animals are euthanized every year simply because their owners expired. You like how I say expired there? Yes, well, that was a very kind way to put it, Hal. Uh, you know, I don't know if goats bite. Do you think goats bite? Maybe maybe hmm. Vlade should get a uh, goat instead of a, <laughs> a dog. We have Sue Weaver joining us on the phones. She has a book out called The Backyard Goat. Get your goat, The Backyard Goat. Mm-hmm. Because goats aren't just for farmers anymore. With a very minimal amount of space and housing, goats allow even those with small backyards to experience the pleasure of keeping livestock. A goat, huh? And Sue, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. How big of a place do we need, first of all? For a goat. Oh. I, well, first of all, I recommend people get either two goats oh. or have a, a companion for the goat. Or, um, they don't do well by themselves. Okay. Uh, if you have a dog that lives out in the yard, that would work. Or uh, any other kind of livestock. Any kind of friend or buddy. It doesn't have to be right. a goat. But no, just... it doesn't have to be a goat. But they um, are not, don't, don't like to be alone. They're very, very gregarious creatures and... Um, I'd hate to see one kept by itself. But some goats are very small. Uh, the Nigerian dwarf and uh, pygmy goats uh-huh. uh, take very little space. You could have two pygmy goats in an area, as long as it had a little house. Uh, dog houses work well for them. 
what, an area of 15 by 20? That's all, huh? Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. wow. I, I don't know that landlords barely accept cats and dogs these days. <laughs> I, I would imagine we have trouble. Why would we want to have a goat? Tell, oh, tell us what fun. makes them so great. They are. They're really great animals. I always tell people, though, you need to have a sense of humor because Uh-oh. if there's an animal that can get into trouble, it's goats. Uh-oh. You have to have good fences for them because they have a wanderlust, and they'll be in your neighbor's yard tap dancing on their vehicle or <laughs> eating the roses. It sounds like personal experience, Sue. Yes, yes, definitely. Our vehicles all show signs of goat dancing, <laughs> except for the good one, and we, we keep it in a corral. <laughs> it's easier to corral the, the, the vehicle than the goats here because we have 28 goats, and I also have sheep, and um, so we... Keep our vehicle away from, our, our primary vehicle <laughs> sure. away from the goat. But they like to climb up on things, don't they? Oh, they're wonderful climbers. Oh, my. So I've known people to say that they've found the goat on top of the house. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. and, and I've, I raise my bottle babies. When I have a bottle baby, I have a really large dog crate with a lift-up lid, and I keep them in the house until they're two or three weeks old because then you don't have to troop out with a bottle right. in the middle of the night. Uh-huh. And my very first ones, I found one of them on top of the refrigerator once. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and oh, my. They, they're really entertaining. Gosh. They're fun to be around, but boy, you don't. You it's know. like a two year old. Absolutely. You Absolutely. can't turn your back on them. Now, how would you train them? Do you, are, there, are there goat trainers? Do you need to train them? I mean, well, you need to train them not to jump up on you and things like that because they're very friendly and they will jump up on you if they get a chance. Hmm. Well, in my book, I talk a lot about clicker training. Goats really? Because they're very good for packing, goat uh-huh. packing. Uh, a large goat can pull a cart. Some of mine are trained to pull a cart. Wow. Uh, they're very good for visitation because they love people. You take them to a, to a nursing home, and, and everybody has a good time. Huh. Uh, you can easily teach them to jump into a vehicle. They'll ride in the back of the, of the van. <laughs> no problem. And do you spay and neuter them? No. Well, you do neuter the males because do you? if you don't, you've, you've probably heard all the thing about how billy goats stink. Yeah. Well, uh... they have scent glands on their foreheads that emit musk during during their rut season. Wow. And you definitely want to have them castrated while they're young so uh-huh. that they don't get into that. But the females hardly ever. Mm-hmm. What about uh, milk or uh, uh, can you shear them for hair? Oh, yeah, or? certainly. We, we, we milk. Uh, we, we like the concept of raw milk and uh, it's not legal to buy it in Arkansas. So about four years ago, I got my first Nubian goats. And I started milking, and we milk one a year, and we we keep the babies, so we have quite a few goats. <laughs> you, you make any goat cheese out of that? I have made queso blanco, but I never made any of the more detailed hmm. uh, cheeses. It's easy to do. Mm-hmm. I got to ask, what are you a farm girl? Did that uh, is, is that why? <laughs> no, why did you decide a goat? Well, we have all kinds of animals. I, I got my first goats because I was born horse crazy. Okay. And horses have been an obsession all my life. And, of course, goats and horses go well together. I, along the years, I've probably for about 30 years, I've had at least one goat weather. That's, that's a castrated male goat okay. uh, as a companion for horses. Hmm. And six years ago, uh, Bowtie Press hired me to write a book called Hobby Farms Goats. 
So I made an appointment to visit uh, Claudia and Mark Gern at uh, Matt Goats in Winona, Missouri, to take pictures. Uh-huh. And when we went there, I fell in love with their Boer goats, <laughs> and my goat population greatly expanded. <laughs> And all of a sudden, I find I'm a goat obsessive instead of a horse obsessive. I still have the horses, but the goats are my passion. Are you a married woman? Yes, I am. What does the husband think of this? Oh, he likes it. He... Uh, we've been married 36 years, so he, he he knew he was marrying into animals when he got me. Oh, good. Okay. It's a <laughs> great... have a lot of different animals. We even have a water buffalo. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, they're kind of our children. I, I, I do have a grown daughter with grandchildren and a great-granddaughter, but they live in Indiana. So. Yeah. Well, they're much better. These animals won't talk back at you. No, they don't. That's a good thing. They don't yeah. bar- borrow the car keys. The, uh, <laughs> the book is, well, they'll just stomp all over the car. Yeah, that's true. The book is called Get Your Goat, The Backyard Goat. I have ten copies to give away. It's on the Story Publishing label, It's a, which is a great label, by the way. one 405 8405 to pick up on one of the books. And if you don't get through, head on over to your local bookstore. Ask them to order it. Get Your Goat, The Backyard Goat. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it's uh, the author, Sue Weaver. Did I mention that? I'll throw that in there. And uh, you can also order it on Amazon, Borders, and Barnes & Noble and online. And uh, say today uh, you're thinking, hmm, I didn't get a Father's Day gift for my dad tomorrow. Well, this might be this might be the perfect gift. Well, ask him first, Hal. And bring, bring him a goat, too. Yeah, yeah. Sue, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, this has been fun. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with anyone in the Dream Team. I gotta thank the guys at Tropicaline. They make fresh breath and clean teeth without brushing. Easy. Oral care just got easy. Now, you, yes you, I know you're looking down at the radio when I say you, you can fight periodontal disease. You don't have to be a dentist. And you can do it without brushing. With Tropicaline's fresh breath gel, their foam, their water additive, and their dental chews. In fact, 93% of users noticed cleaner teeth in less than two weeks. To find out more, head on over to tropaclean.net. And I must add, Hal, your smile is looking very bright lately. Isn't it beautiful? Yes. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Are you struggling with sky-high credit card debt? Call Credit Card Relief. You can get out of debt in months instead of years with no fees until a debt is settled and with a 90-day money-back guarantee. Call Credit Card Relief. The consultation is free, and the relief is real. Call 866-800-5252. Not available in all states. That's Credit Card Relief, 866-800-5252. 866-800-5252. 
Animal Radio, baby. The Dodge Journey has won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award because it has those fold-down stain-resistant seats, a chill-zone glove box where I could put my beverages, as well as Ladybug's food, keep it fresh. Her drinks, she has several drinks. She has like a broth-flavored drink, and keep it nice and cool for her. A lot of storage options. They have the removable, washable liners. It's pretty easy to see why the Dodge Journey is the best car for every member of the family, even those with tails. Now, the dog father's always been a Dodge guy for a long time. I know time, you since have. The early seventies. I know yep. you have. You're all American, is what you are. Uh, I'm the all-American guy. If you want to get in on the Dodge Journey Pet Destination this week, give us a call right now. 1-866-405-8405. Tell us where you like to take your pets, your dog, your cat, your iguana, whatever animal it is. I told you we're not specious, and we'll give you prizes to run with uh, with your animals. But you got to share where your favorite place is. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Carol. Hi, Carol. How are you doing today? I am doing great. How about yourself? Very good. Where do you live? I'm in northeastern Pennsylvania in a small town of about 3,500 people, but probably double that in dogs, and it is called Forty Fort. Forty Fort? Now, that's where you live, or is that your Dodge Journey pet destination? No, that's where I live. Okay. But we're, right. Is right. that is that near Reading, Pennsylvania? It is about an hour and a half south of Reading. Okay. Mm-hmm. Eagles or Steelers? <laughs> You know what? I have to go with the Steelers. It's All right, baby. That's my team. <laughs> exactly. I, I think I, I wouldn't be able to walk the dog safely down the street if I picked any other team. <laughs> there you go. So now where do you take the dog? Oh, my favorite place is a place called Nemecolon in a town called Farmington, Pennsylvania. And actually, this is a nice segue, that is in Steelers country. Ah. Um, it is gorgeous. It's on 2,000 acres, and there's chateau where the you know people could stay the humans could bring their dogs but if you want to stay with your dog there the entire 2,000 acres is phyto-friendly however it's spectacular it's just that if you didn't want to take the dog and have him or her stay in the hotel they have a place called Woofland. what what is it called woof what yeah, like it sounds like woodlands, but it's called Wooflands. Wooflands. Yeah. <laughs> that and is cool. That is great. It is. It's so much fun. And um, I took a tour of the place with my dog, Dexter, and we. I he didn't want to leave. He saw the indoor pool that's there just for dogs um, to have fun in. In fact, there was a Labrador retriever the day we visited, and he was just kind of, it's almost like he was doing belly floppers in the pool. He was just taking a run mm-hmm. and throwing himself in the pool. They have um, Coranda elevated beds, um, climate-controlled rooms, wow. custom meals. I actually tried to check in, and they said no. Oh. They didn't let you do that. Okay. Carol has given us the Dodge Journey Pet Destination of the Week in Farmington, Pennsylvania. Now, we have all of these listed up at the website, and this is good because we've had a lot of West Coaster. It's good to I'm hear from the East very Coast. very excited. It's you know, this sounds like my favorite one. It does. This sounds like my, yeah, this I, sounds real nice. I like it. If you want to see all the destinations, head on over to the website at AnimalRadio.com. Carol, thanks so much for sharing. Hold on, I have stuff for Dexter. All right. Animal Radio is brought to you by... Here's a fact. 17,000 years ago, the first dog was domesticated from a pack of wolves. Here's another fact. The Dodge Journey is a domesticated crossover, a direct descendant of our muscle cars. The Journey recently won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award, an honor decided by humans and dogs. Was it the stain-resistant seating? The in-floor storage bins with removable and washable liners? Or is it that dogs relate to this vehicle? This is Animal Radio. 
866-405-8405 to connect with anyone of the Dream Team. Even Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, who came limping in today. Poor guy. A bite that cost 25 stitches. Wow. Yeah, that was nasty. One of his clients, and he'll tell us the story in just a couple of minutes. By the way, happy Father's Day weekend. <coughs> just a hint there. Just in, just in case you want to drop me a card. I mean, just in case you didn't drop your father a card. I just wanted to remind you there. <laughs> we'll uh, head back to the phones with Dr. Debbie in just a second. Groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, Susan Sims, and Vladi the World Famous Russian Dog Wizard. And Stacy, what are you working on? You know when you're dating somebody and you break up and somebody always says to you, don't worry, there are plenty of fish in the sea. Sure. Well, let me tell you something. We can learn something from some of these other fish. They did a study on mating behaviors of fish and guys. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. And before we go back to the phones, I want to take care of business. Of course, you remember the Kimpton Paparazzi Photo Contest that we've uh, been very honored to make the final judging on. We were given six photos on June 1st. It was tough. It really, really was tough. And we had to, in fact, uh, go over the voting several times to find a winner for this. And uh, we actually picked Petey, who is uh, some kind of bulldog. Do you know what that is, Judy? He, it looks like a, either a French bulldog or Boston Terrier. Can't really tell from the picture. We're going to have to find out. Do we have Petey's owner on the phone? I believe so. That's Petey. Is it Sarah? It is Sarah. Hi there. How are you doing? Oh, I'm fantastic. Petey's um, a French bulldog, actually. And French bulldog. The picture is of him in yeah. a chair. It looks like maybe at the beach enjoying a, a day out of the beach. Is that correct? We were at the, that was last summer at the dog beach and enjoying the sun, absolutely. <laughs> and a lot of people voted for him, too. Oh, my gosh. No, we're, we're <laughs> flattered. Absolutely flattered. I mean, I think, I, he, I think he's adorable, but I didn't think everybody else did either. <laughs> well, you're a lucky devil because you're going to get a two-night stay at the Kim Kimpton Hotels, and of course we know Kimpton, the top in pet friendliness. They really roll out the, uh, what do they call that, the grass carpet? Roll the grass out the grass carpet. carpet. <laughs> is, that, is that Steve? No, oh, that's that's Steve's hotel with chain in the universe. It is. There we go. Steve Panetti also joining us on the phone, of course, the top dog over at Kimpton. <laughs> Hi, you guys. Good morning. This has been fun. Let me just finish up here what's going on. Two round trip tickets on JetBlue for your human passengers. That's you, Sarah. And then wow. a $500 credit on Pet Airways for Petey, so he can fly with you or wherever, you know. And the $100 Kimpton Restaurant in-room dining gift certificate. I can just picture it now. You're going to be in the room with Petey. And do you have an old man? I do, yeah. He has a dad. We're married. <laughs> are you going to bring him? Of course we are. Yeah, we've had the pleasure. We've actually stayed at many other Kimpton hotels with Petey before. Oh, so. so you know the whole Kimpton experience. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, they're the, the most, most pet-friendly uh, hotel chain in the world. The, I think so. And then you have the one in-room spa treatment for two. Now, that could be either for you and Petey, which is what I would do, <laughs> or you and your husband, however you want to well, do it. He deserves it. He deserves it since he's he was... Uh, you know, to have the picture taken of him. Of course, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Plus the Amelia Collection Carrier by Sherpa Pet Carrier and the use of the pet hey. amenities such as the dog bed and the bowl and the treats, which everyone gets when they go over to the Kimpton Hotel. Not everybody does. They're, all the dogs are special over there. Sarah, you're one lucky gal and you got one lucky oh. dog. Hold on for one second there. More details about Kimpton and all of this over at the website at animalradio.com. If you're planning a vacation, check to see if there's a Kimpton where you are. Hi, Tony. How you doing? Pretty good. Where are you calling from today? Uh, Nebraska. Very good. I, how are your pets doing? I have the good doctor, Dr. Debbie, right here. Hi, Tony. He's, hi. He's doing good, but 
only thing I'm having problems with he once in a while he gets red eyes and he don't okay, want to eat. What kind of baby are we talking about here? It's a Australian Shepherd. Okay, and how old? He's ten months old. Ah, so he's a youngin, so full of lots of energy and maybe a bit foolish as well, I'd imagine. Yeah. Alrighty. So you said that his eyes are red. Is is there any problems with that? You're seeing the whites of the eye turning red. Yeah, just the whites of the eyes. Okay. And is there anything else going on? Discharge from the eye? Does he rub at them or squint his eyes? Uh, not that I ain't seen in other dogs. They usually get teardrops from the eyes. That's about normal. Okay, a little bit of that staining in the corners of the eyes. Yeah. Okay. Well, as far as, you know, an occasional redness in the eye, you know, a lot depends on what environment he's in. So for a dog that's living indoors in the lap of luxury, sitting on the couch, there really shouldn't be a lot of environmental things that cause red eyes in a dog that age. If that's continuing in a pet that kind of lives indoors and has a secluded environment, I might be more apt to be concerned about that and investigate it. And one of the first things we do for a red eye is... We look at it. We look at it with magnification, and in many cases, we'll stain the eye with a fluorescent stain to make sure there's no abrasions or anything on the cornea. So that might be if we're worried about things. But in a pet that goes outside and spends time outdoors, you've got the effect of wind, dust, allergens, all those things that can cause the occasional red eye. And in a, again, in a young dog, I kind of walk that line of, oh, I need a little bit more uh evidence if you will that we have a problem regarding those eyes and you mentioned that if he's not eating well that would be something that i would definitely say would alert me to see the veterinarian because a young dog that's not eating reliably and having eye problems would definitely have me picking up that telephone and call in your local veterinarian and and so i would encourage you to check into that and talk to your vet locally Thanks for your call, 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Brought to you by Tropiclean. If you're using Tropiclean, not yourself, but your animal, they probably have a pretty pretty bright smile and you should enter them in the Tropiclean Fresh Breath Made Easy Contest. Four natural products that make it really easy to protect your pet from periodontal disease. If you want contest rules, check it out, tropicleanbestsmile.com. And I'd like to give you a little edge on that contest by some giveaways of Tropiclean to help you win. Let's do that right now. Okay. 1-866-405-8405. What is it you're giving away there? I want to give away some of the Clean Teeth Gel, which you don't have to brush at all. You can just put it on your pet's teeth. And then the Fresh Breath Chews. I want to give away both of these to the first two callers so they can win this contest. 1-866-405-8405 right now to pick up on some great Tropiclean product from Drop a clean on Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Okay, we've got a big hour. Big hour coming up, so I'm not going to yap a whole hell of a lot, okay? Who will care when you're not there? That's the name of a book about pet trusts and setting up pet estates. We'll find out more about that in just a couple of minutes right here on Animal Radio. Hi, Lynn. 
Hi. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good today. How are you? Very good. I understand you want to talk to groomer Joey Villani. Yes, I'd like to get some tips on trimming a miniature schnauzer's beard. What do you think, Joey? Joey, come use my mic hey, here. Lynn, how you doing? Where you where, where you calling from? Uh, right now, I'm in Nevada. Okay, miniature schnauzer's beard. Well, honestly, um, their beards, unless they're you know getting real um, fuzzy and whatnot, you really don't trim them that much. But um, let me ask you something: What is your problem? Is it sticking out? Is it too long? Because there's a there's a lot of um, aspects that go with that beard. Okay, well, it it wants to go all over the place, and I wasn't sure exactly how to shape it to get it to look like the pictures. <laughs> Okay, so you know your guidelines um, when, when, when you're clipping the tight areas from the corner of the eye to the corner of the mouth without exposing the mouth, and then everything on the underside of the jaw you want to clip from um, the corners of the mouth back down the throat. So that's all going to be tight. Then what yeah. I would do is I would take a thinning shear on the side, and I tighten that up a little bit where I where it's almost as tight as it would be on the cheek, but a little bit fuller. Now, what you can do is, is your schnauzer, do you hand strip your schnauzer or do you actually clip it? I actually clip. Okay. Even if you're clipping your dog, what you want to do is get yourself a stripping knife. And when you hand strip, the tool should be in, in, in right in the small of your hand, okay? So right before, right behind the fingers and before the palm, you want to lay it in your hand. Close your, close your hand up, okay, so you're making a fist around the tool itself, and your thumb is going to actually um, be free. So you're going to um, use your thumb to apply a little bit of pressure against the knife, and you're going to grab the hair. You're going to pinch it between the tool and your thumb lightly, and you're going to pull. Now, what I would do is, what you don't want to do is you don't want to twist. You want to pull straight. It's almost like a... Um, how could I say it's, it's almost like a power combing um, method where you're using if, if you were to comb but you put but you put your thumb against the hair and ran it through the comb it would almost be like that effect but you're using the stripping knife now if I turn my wrist I'll cut the coat so I want to pull straight what you want to do is pull in the direction that you want the hair to grow now on a miniature schnauzer you're going to want it to grow down and slightly forward so that's what I'm going to do and what that's going to do it's going to remove a lot of the coat that is um that is growing in the wrong direction and 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 it's not looking real neat and eventually and when i say eventually depending on how bad it is it can clear up um within 2 weeks or up to about 2 months and i want to do this at least a couple of times a week um i may get a lot of hair out i may get a little bit of hair out now if i'm getting a lot of coat out at a time what you don't want to do is you don't want to bald it you just want to work the area and i work the line from the corner of the eye to the corner of the mouth and pull that forward and it'll grow in beautifully and, and it'll grow in a lot thicker as well. Okay. Does that help you with your in schnauzer the meantime, there? Oh, I'm sorry. In the meantime, yeah. <laughs> if you can't stand it, get a little hair gel, just a tiny bit and after you pull it, Put that in a beard and pull it and pull it down, and that'll keep it in a place where it will, it, it, it'll look good until you get it to the point where, you know what, I like that. People will be saying, hey, nice schnauzer beard. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your call today. I appreciate it. one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the, the dream team. You really are very, very talented there, Joey. Yeah, you know, well, what can I say? Yeah. 
Hey, Vlade. Hey, Hale. How are you? Doing good. How are you doing? Uh, not so much. Uh-huh. What's wrong? Uh, just a you know, few little things. We just... It was a difficult week. Got bit yesterday. You got bit? Oh, no. Yeah, we what? can't talk about this, Andrea. I don't, you know, it's just a very interesting case. I mean, it was an emergency up to 2 o'clock in the night. Oh, how many times have you ever been bitten? You know what? That was the second time in my life. And this time, you know, we can talk on the air. It's very interesting. Okay, okay. That uh, That's coming up. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your entire dream team is here. Come hell or high water, Vladi is walking in this, limping into limping the studio. into the studio. <laughs> yeah, he got bit by a German shepherd over the weekend in, in his thigh, which Ooh. is not a place that I'd like That's to be That's the worst. I've had that, Isn't too. That? I had a chow bite me in the thigh, and I still got marks. Oh, my oh. gosh. He got 25 stitches. Holy cow. Yeah, it's it's pretty big. He must have done something to really piss that dog off. Actually, (laughs) we're going to find out in just a few minutes. We're going to ask him what the deal was, because this is his second dog bite in his career, which has spanned many decades. Now, of course, you probably have had more than two bites, huh? Oh, you know, probably. Thank you, Hal. But, you know, probably more of them have been cat bites than yes. dog bites, I'd have to say. But Cats, usually, you don't get as much warning and yeah. ability to get away as those dogs. You're the bad guy in their eyes. I wish more more animals would enjoy seeing that white coat walk in the room, but it really, some of them cower and shudder, and it's just, it really messes with your head sometimes as a vet. Veterinary yeah, <laughs> Pet Insurance, they're a company that has, uh, well, they obviously sell insurance. They are not a sponsor of Animal Radio, by the way, but they send me these, uh, we'd like them to be a sponsor of Animal Radio. I just thought I'd throw that out there. But, uh, <laughs> we wouldn't turn it down. Yeah, I mean, if they happen to, anyway, um, they send me press releases so that I'll talk about them on the air. And this last one is kind of interesting. It's the top 10 most dangerous days for pets. Mm. And uh, what they've done is they've analyzed their database of more mm-hmm. than 485,000 insured pets to find out the most dangerous days for pets in 2010, which may not be the same as 2011. But it looks like that Dr. Debbie's office will be pretty full this month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The busiest day for the veterinarian was Monday, June 7th. Monday, June 7th. So we that's already in history for us. Just uh, last week, June 14th, was uh, another, one, another huh? big day. Now, coming up, June 21st is another big day for Warning accidents. Warning you, Dr. Debbie. If you have, this is a day you can have an accident with your pet and end up at the veterinarian, according to VPI. Also, September 7th, June 1st, I'm not any particular order here, obviously. August 9th, April 26th, June 28th, April 5th, and August 2nd, all uh, days that are tough for the animals. Yeah, those are mostly summer days. I was expecting some around Christmas and Thanksgiving. The holidays, yeah, with all the things that they get into. These, I guess, you're out and about. I wonder what kind of uh, things the pets got into. It's kind of an interesting survey. Definitely. Changes in routines, and you know, sometimes, especially in the summer months, you know, family uh-huh. routines are totally different. Pet might escape more readily if someone forgets the gate's not locked. Um, so, yeah, I would Im- definitely imagine that. Well, what I'd like to do, Judy, is if you can get a representative from BPI on the phone, can you do that? I will. And uh, can you do it this weekend? No, <laughs> I'm sorry, I was asking too much. Huh? <laughs> yeah, come okay. on, Hal, give me a break. <laughs> okay, w- within the next couple of shows. Will that work for you? Next couple weeks. Next couple weeks, I guarantee. Okay, we'll we'll get to the bottom of this, and we'll find out why these days were so dangerous. And I'll post this list over at AnimalRadio.com if you're interested about that. Kind of neat there.
to talk to Dr. Debbie with your vet medical questions, groomer Joey Villani, animal communicator Joy Turner, our pet travel expert Susan Sims, and Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Well, good day, David. How are you doing? Oh, I'm fine, thank you. Where are you? Uh, I'm in Little Rock, Arkansas. Little Rock, Arkansas. How can we help you today, David? Okay, my question is this. I have ten and a ten and a half year old Yorkie Poo, and uh, he rides in the truck with me. He's been doing it for about ten years now. I'm a trucker, and I usually would be able to give him just about anything, and it wouldn't bother him. But in the last six months or so, uh, he gets the runs at the drop of a hat, and even even I, I started mixing his food with some some. Uh, canned food to kind of make it a little bit more palatable for him mm-hmm. and it, that was okay but even now that bothers him what what's going on with my dog okay so is the is the problem that he's not eating or is it just that he's having loose stools loose stools okay so his appetite is sound that's good Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, then I would not add in canned food, because that can ruin the whole process of what you're trying to do. If you're having loose stools with your pet and you add in canned food, that actually can have a tendency for many pets to loosen up the stool. Um, there's a lot more moisture content in that, and it, it's kind of like, you know, be like eating a lot of pumpkin pie if you have diarrhea. It's not going to help things in any way there. So I would really be looking more at our diet structure as far as what we are feeding, and there are some diets We'll go to a higher fiber content if we want to firm up the stool some. Now, the other thing I'm going to say is I would certainly make sure we have the stool and your pet checked at the veterinarian because, you know, we could have something like worms. We can have other issues going on. There's problems in digestion with a pancreas that can cause a chronic problem with loose stools. I'd say the number one problem in most cases is we choose a diet that doesn't agree with our pet's bowels. And the number one thing I look at when I pick a food, a lot of people say, what's the best food out there, Doc? It's going to be the best one that agrees with your pet. That's always one of the first things. So do they like it? And does it produce nice, solid poops that are consistent? So that might be something we look at. Is the current food you're going with, you know, maybe nothing bad against the company, but it may not be the the trick for your pet and to change that we would find another and kind of gradually introduce that new diet over a period of about a week to two weeks see what the poops go like and then we can make a decision is it better worse no different Um, but i would certainly before we start on the strategy of trying different foods and moving around you know like i said i'd make sure your baby's checked out a-okay by the vet and bring a nice uh, bag of poop for the vet it really makes our day when you guys do that (laughs) (laughs) you like that stuff it's weird 1-866-405-8405 to talk to dr debbie with your vet medical questions groomer joey villani animal communicator joy turner our pet travel expert susan sims and vlade the world famous russian dog wizard you lucky dog and it's all brought to you by pet stay are you unique program for guests and their four-legged friends available at the Flamingo, Bally's, and Harris Resorts in Las Vegas. Petstay includes food, water dish, the sleeping mat, dog treats, and specialty room service menus. Find out more at caesars.com slash Petstay Las Vegas. If you get out and see a lot of shows, I mean, home for you is Las Vegas. Yeah, you know it is. But as a resident here, we we don't get out much. You know, when I have relatives and friends come visit, that's when I hit the strip and I go to the shows. So. Oh. <laughs> you know some of the acts there, right? Have you ever heard I of know. this Anthony Cools guy? He's like a I hypnotist. 
tonight at the uh, Paris Las Vegas. I think it's tomorrow night. Is it tomorrow night? I'm sorry, tomorrow night uh, through Saturday, July 16th. So it starts there on Father's Day and goes through. Take Father to this. This will be good. Yeah. Is Anthony Cools, and he's a hypnotist. Uh, but he's not just your regular hypnotist. Uh-oh. He's decidedly evil. <laughs> I love it. He's tapping into carnal desires and subconscious naughtiness of his audience. Uh-oh. So that's why I say you take dad. <laughs> and uh, they're playing tonight at uh, Paris, Las Vegas, and tickets start at 5575. Check it out. Anthony Cools. That's the Las Vegas Minute brought to you by Caesars Palace, Paris, Planet Hollywood, Harris, Flamingo, Bally's, Rio, Imperial Palace Resorts in Las Vegas, Pets Day. Bring your dog, but don't take him to the show. Yeah, no, you can bring him to the hotel, but not to the show. Unless you want to hypnotize your dog. If you want to talk to any one of us, we're here today on this Father's Day weekend. Happy Father's Day weekend. Stacy, what are you working on? You know when you're dating somebody and you break up and somebody always says to you, don't worry, there are plenty of fish in the sea. Uh Well, let me tell you something. We can learn something from some of these other fish. They did a study Hmm? on mating behaviors Hmm. of fish. And guys, there's some lessons to be learned here. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Every year, 9 million animals are euthanized simply because their parents expired and they made no plans for them afterwards. So in just a few minutes, we're going to talk to a couple of lawyers. They're estate lawyers. And so many people ask them about pet trusts that they decided to write a book about pet trusts. That's on the way there. Hi, everybody. This is Deborah Wilson from Mad TV, and you're listening to Animal Radio. And as my friends would say... Concierge desk, this is Amanda. Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Flamingo, Bally's, and Harrah's Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash PetStayLasVegas or call 800-427-7247. Celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs, cats, and their owners, SeniorPetProducts.com provides the latest news, information, and products for the life of your pet. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions. New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or at checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com If you're a regular listener to Animal Radio, you know that we feed Ladybug, our stunt dog, Stella, and Chewies. Have you ever bought dog food that your dog eats once and then turns their nose up to it? I have. That's why I choose Stella and Chewies. My pup still eats it as fast as I put it down. She doesn't even know it's good for her, but I know it's natural goodness for dogs made with raw USDA inspected meat raised naturally with no added hormones or antibiotics. To get the official food of Ladybug, visit StellaAndChewies.com. Trying to sell your old car? Instead, donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind. Pickup is free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-850-4516. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats whether they run or not. Donate your vehicle and you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call 1-800-850-4516. That's 1-800-850-4516. 1-800-850-4516. You're listening to Animal Radio.
Well, you got to know the number by now. 1-866-405-8405. Okay, maybe you're new. And it could happen. There's new listeners every day here at Animal Radio. Just a brand new email. Someone just listening to us from Logan, Utah on the Internet. On the Internet, huh? On the Internet. Wow. Very cool. Get new listeners every week, and uh, we love you guys. Bring your animals around the radio. And we'll we'll put them to sleep just like we do ours. (laughs) We have, uh, in in the studio, we have Boog the Studio Cat and Ladybug the Studio Dog. They're asleep as they are every weekend. And uh, animal communicator Joy Turner, she's awake. Susan Sim is is also here. Groomer Joey Volani. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. And Vladi just walked in. Limped in. Limped in. And it, it appears that something's wrong with your leg. Are you okay? Oh, guys, don't even ask. You know, I'm just a little bit down and, um, you know, was just in emergency up oh. to 2 p.m. p.m. Now I don't even remember. Yeah, yes, yesterday. Okay. So What what happened? You were up to 2 Was it Was it work-related? It was. It was not work-related, honestly. It was just uh, stupidity-related, I guess. Oh. I just... Yeah, I just, just got into the, to one of the house and, uh, you know, tried to help one lady with her dog. And she had a few rescue dogs in her house, uh-huh. and which she had no idea about their history. But uh-huh. as she told me before that, uh, you know, they never showed any aggressiveness whatsoever. She could not even expect anything. So, you know, I just didn't pay attention to those dogs. I just, you know, when I talked to the dog who she called me about and... Uh, for all of a sudden, for all of a sudden, another dog, which is German Shopper mix, I guess, a German as the snake from the back, viciously attacked to my leg, on my leg, and bit me to the point, so it was a bleeding all over as I was driving to the emergency. It was about 25 stitches. And, oh, my uh, gosh. It was very bad, very what? bad. On the scale stitches. 1 to 10. Yes. Yeah, and the scale, and, and just considering, so they didn't want to stitch everything because, you know, it takes, you know, some liquid needs to, you know, coming out. So they, right, it needs they to stitch drain. Everything. Yeah, so it needs to drain. So that was a very, very bad. It's a one more time, tell us. Every dog can bite. Dogs are animals. We love them, that they can be very unpredictable. Mm. All dogs must be trained. I have to tell you guys, it's interesting enough, but uh, it's happened not too often, but it's happening. When I come in and train one dog, I just realize that we will have another dog who require even more training than the dog I came <laughs> yeah. to train in the first place. Oh. Okay, if you just I wish my Mika would be with me. She would put that male German Shepherd in the place. Yeah, male German Shepherd. Okay, if you just uh-huh. tuned in, we, we just found out as Vladi came in the studios that he was bitten this weekend uh, by another German Shepherd. Mix. Which, uh, German Shepherd mix, which is your favorite breed, I might add. That's yes, it. and it's still my favorite breed. And I think what, what really, uh, you know, brought the dog to that, which is my energy. The Caesar Milan is right when you talk about energies uh-huh. and things like this. Uh-huh. Uh, it is, you know, the dog momentarily percepted me as the threat to its authority. The dog was really boss, and the person didn't realize about that. It's very unpleasant. I lost a lot of time and energy, and I have so many things to, to take care of, and now I need to deal with all the things. But it's okay. I will get over that. How many times have you ever been bit? This is, I, I imagine, not too many, huh? 
Not too many, because when I go and especially train the dogs, I follow the special procedure, because I know if I get if I will get bit, that will put not just our training in the back, but can you imagine if the dog can bite me, what he can do to in other people, sure. in, in other people and kids and ladies and things mm-hmm. like that. So I follow this very special procedure. Uh, the last time I was bit probably just five years ago, so it's happening not too like and scratches a little bit maybe. Sure but not really to that serious things. And, you know, it was a very, very unusual, and I didn't even train that dog. I didn't even look at him. I didn't do anything to him. It just came out of the blue. Now, is is that dog savable? What's going to happen to that dog? I mean, is that dog trainable? And would you train it? I I would train that dog in the heartbeat. I'm ready for rematch, but that time I... (laughs) I will be ready that time. (laughs) You wear your armor this time. No, seriously, is that dog... Dog, is that a dog something that uh, you can have as a family pet ever? You know, uh, when I will get back my hands on that dog, I will put him for the test, which is sex- so successful in my business. I try to determine if he has an active or passive, uh, um, um, it's called active or passive um, defense reflexes. So I'm going to kind of have a lot of prote- uh, kind of uh, protection devices, and I'm going to make sure I put him for the special way to see whatever reflexes he has and he will if he show me aggressiveness under that circumstance and never give up I will tell very honestly people that dog can be controlled but never cured but if I will be able to you know if he will be able to submit through the process he, he will be recoverable Okay. Wow. We're going to go to the phones, 1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. If you're having a problem with your dog, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, can help you with it. Uh, if you're having a, a medical issue, Dr. Debbie, she can work through it with you. Groomer Joey Volani, well, obviously, he can groom your pets. <laughs> he does a fabulous job on our animals. And Susan Sims telling us where to take our pets. All here, toll-free at 1-866-405-8405 for you right now. Good morning, good afternoon, Pam, whatever it is where you are. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm just fine. Thank you for taking my call. What's going on? My sister adopted an 8-year-old Boston Terrier, sweetest dog, but she has an odor. After about three days after a bath, she has an odor again that's really, you know, smelling the house up. So we're hoping that maybe you could tell us a good remedy that would not hurt her skin or coat that she could use for her. Okay. All right. Well, I've definitely got a lot of a lot of tips on this one. Now, the the big question is that you say that after the bath, the odor goes away. Yes, it does. Okay. Because some of the first things we look at when we are talking about stinky odors from dogs, I look at the mouth, make sure there's no dental disease. I make look at the butt and make sure those anal glands are attended to because those have the most god awful odor to them. Um, yes, they do. So, so, I'm sorry. I said, yes, they do. <laughs> yeah. So so those things we really work at. Look at that first, and then I'll start attacking and looking at the, the pet as a skin, um, pet skin as the potential cause. Um, you know, is the is the doggy itchy or scratchy, have any patchy hair no. loss, anything going on? No, she does not. She's very healthy. Good. Well, that's awesome. Now, the one of the first things I'll do um, is make sure I replace the dog's collar with a brand new one. 
okay. reason is I solved a dog uh, who had horrible skin odor. Every time after the pets was bathed, it got better, and then it started to get nasty and stinky. And some collars, uh, if you flip them over on the backside, especially the nylon ones, you can actually get a lot of odor and kind of an oil uh, secretion on there. So before you spend any money on anything medical, make sure you check that first. Okay. That being said, then we start looking at other things. Um, I would talk about the food. Uh, examine the ingredients on your bag of food. Sometimes dogs that have fish-based ingredients in their diets can have an inherent uh, odor to their skin. So okay. that, too, is an easy fix. If you can figure that one out, then you can move down the list there. Next from there, we start to get into some of the skin-related problems, uh, things that might be things like seborrhea or what we term as hyperhidrosis. Those are specific uh, types of skin changes that can happen with allergies, uh, hormone problems, um, some of those type of problems. There's different therapies where shampoos and topicals that we might go with different directions there. The way to figure that out is to see your vet, have them do some quick skin tests and to see what's going on on the surface of the skin. Um, if there's not a lot going on and we don't have signs of allergies, then we kind of go and deal with more of this kind of hyperhidrosis, which is basically a lot of the apocrine uh, sweat glands that just kind of produce this, oh, it, it's not even a greasy uh, fluid. It just sometimes feels greasy to the touch and you won't see anything on the skin. Um, so That's for those exactly pets, we... What she's we saying. Ah, okay. So for those yeah. pets, we we don't really want to overbathe, and we want to make sure we address potential underlying causes. And the number one cause of uh, that type of problem can be underlying allergies. So unfortunately, that too, you'd want to get to the vet so you can start looking at some remedies to deal with that and different types of shampoos, because we don't want to use degreasing shampoos. We don't want to use those type of products on a pet who has more of an allergic uh, skin disease with hyperhidrosis. So um, so that's very different there. Um, those that have more of like the orangey, yellow sebum, kind of the buildup on the skin, and you can see different things adhered to the skin surface, you know, that's going to be more of a maybe a seborrhea type direction, and that's going to be more degreasing shampoos, things with sulfur or salicylic acid in the shampoos, that's more appropriate for that. Um, and then also, if the vet's taking samples from the skin, we really look for mites, we look for things like bacterial infections, and in many cases, we really got to get on uh, therapy for those, uh, be it an antibiotic or an antifungal uh, tablet that can really help tackle that, because yeah, you will have a temporary improvement in pets that have those kind of infections, and then as soon as that bath effect wears off, then you're right back to square one. So um, I don't see how we'll get out of this without going to the vet, um, but I wish I had that, that little microscope with me that I could kind of see through the radio because um, that really, um, a little bit of the CSI work really goes a long way with these kind of things. And, um, you know, Hal and Judy know that I'm like all about uh, looking under the microscope and uh, uh, yeah, smells too. I do like to um, diagnose things with odors. So, but uh, We're working on the technology, though, that you can hold up your pet to the radio and Dr. Debbie could instantly cure them. But uh, <laughs> nothing yet, nothing yet. We wish you the best of luck with that, Pam. Hopefully, you'll find a solution there. Well, thank you so very much. I will pass this all on to my sister. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. 
Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. A Canadian man now has to pick up his mail at the post office. Canada's postal system has stopped delivering his mail after a carrier was scared away from his door by what she described as a very threatening cat. John Samborski says his eight-year-old declawed black cat named Shadow is gentle and calls the whole situation ridiculous. He told the local paper that Shadow likes to eat, sleep, and cuddle. You could drop a bomb on him and he'd just open one eye, take a look, then close him and go back to sleep. A Canada Post spokeswoman said she hoped for an amicable solution to its dispute with the cat owner, but also added that the carrier who delivered the mail to the house was brought up on a farm and very comfortable with all animals, just not this cat. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. You're listening to Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Match.com not working for you. How about date your pet? Not going anywhere? Tired of courtship rituals that don't work? Well, you're not alone. There are plenty of fish in the sea. Ha! And you know what? They've got the same dating issues as you. I'm serious. Maybe you should read a study that was published in the American Naturalist. It examined how males of hundreds of animal species seem to alter their strategies for finding a mate depending on the competition they face. They found significant flexibility in mating behavior and customs across many species. And it looks like different species use similar strategies when they were faced with the same problems in finding a mate. When there's a lot of other guys around, males can get aggressive with each other. Hence, we have the bar fight, right? But for males of many different species of mammal, insect, fish, crustacean, amphibian, and reptile, it's not a simple game of fighting off your rivals to get the female of your fancy. In other words, if there's a lot of other males around, the males of some species will use stealth to outwit their competitors. They prove to be lovers, not fighters. That's a good way to go, guys. While the brutes are slugging it out, the suaver males will whisk away the females. Some of those situations and strategies don't sound too different from what a biologist could observe on the human dating scene. Passengers in Vietnam had to deal with snakes on a train when somebody discovered bags full of deadly cobras. Luckily, they had their mouths secured shut, but passengers were still pretty upset. The railroad isn't sure how many snakes were on board, but they say squirming bundles weighed about 100 pounds. That's a lot of snakes. Investigators also don't know who brought the cobras onto the train, but they suspect somebody was trying to sell the protected snakes to a restaurant. You see, cobra meat is considered a delicacy in Vietnam, and cobras are protected by law there. Railroad officials say the cobras were given to a forest ranger who released them into the wild Saturday after nobody claimed them. Yes, nobody had their hand up and said, uh, those snakes are mine. 
Concerned about the threat of a catastrophic outbreak of a herpes virus among wild horse herds in the West, yes, this is still going on. National animal advocates called upon the federal government to keep potentially infected domestic horses away from mustangs and burrows on public lands. The Humane Society of the United States urged the Bureau of Land Management to discourage and, if possible, appropriately prohibit owners of private horses from bringing animals at risk of equine herpes virus 1 onto federal lands where they would have contact with wild horses. The potential for a catastrophic outbreak of EHV-1 among wild horse herds needs to be addressed by the BLM on an emergency basis. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Happy Father's Day weekend if you're a father. And even if you're not, have a happy Father's Day weekend. We'll go back to the phones in just a couple of minutes with the doc, the good Dr. Debbie, if you need to talk to her about your pet. But right now, we welcome to the show Robert Cass and Elizabeth Carey, who are uh, lawyers. Tell us, you're your state planners, and what made you decide to write the book? Well, I think... Yes, go ahead, go ahead Bob. Well, it okay. was... Um, Bob had uh, kind of mentioned um, situations that had occurred in connection with the state planning um, that he had done for clients, and it got me thinking about my own situation with my dog. I have a, a 13-year-old German Shepherd with uh, allergies and arthritis and all kinds of uh, maladies that I started taking care of that I got for my brother, one of those famous free dogs. And uh, <laughs> just uh, thinking about, um, you know, I have people that would be willing to take care of her if something, God forbid, happened to me, but uh, I didn't want to saddle somebody with the financial burden of that. So... Um, in connection with Bob's um, work that he's done with clients, it got me thinking about my own situation. When you think about pet trust, you think about Leona Helmsley, the twelve million dollar trust, and that whole thing went awry. What happened there? Well, in that case, she she wasn't reasonable. She left too much, and the courts in every state have the authority to cut back the amount of person leaves for a pet trust. Really? So the objective really is to leave enough and a lot of folks don't really know what that is so in the book we go through a way that you can budget and estimate and also take into account and anticipate expenses. Why can't you leave leave your pet as much as you want to leave them? I don't understand that. She wanted to leave $12 million to uh, trouble was was his name. Yes, Maltese Poodle. Well, the courts have the ability under the state laws to cut back amounts that are deemed excessive and that's how it is. A lot of people think they can do whatever they want with their property. Part of the message of the book is you need to take the law into account. Well, if you leave $12 million and the law says, well, that's just too much, what happens to the rest of the money? 
Well, in that case, it went to a charity. She set up a charitable foundation. In fact, the reason that, uh, that there was an issue there is uh, whatever didn't go to the Petros went to this charitable foundation, and the attorney general in each state is kind of the guardian of charities in general, so the attorney general intervened and had it cut back to only $2 million. So we could only leave so much for our animals, and that's based on what? Our, our income? How no, much it's do- based on the, need, the needs of the animal, the anticipated expenses. In fact, if you look at some of the court cases, the court looks at the animal's life expectancy, what it takes really to take care of an animal, factor in some unanticipated uh, things as the animal gets older, and then the court could come up with a reasonable number. But a person could do the same, and if a person did that, then the court wouldn't get involved because it would be reasonable. That uh, was kind of a high-visibility case, but I see in this press release that you guys have sent us that there's, there's a lot of different cases. Give us something that's more identifiable to me. Well, most people would not be leaving huge amounts, but I think that um, what, what folks, uh, pet owners need to think about, first of all, is are they going to be responsible pet owners, or are they just going to blindly assume everything's going to be okay? And what I mean, everything's you know, not going to be okay means someday you may get in a car accident, you may end up in the hospital. Is anybody going to know when they pick you up off the uh, freeway that you've got a pet at home. And mm-hmm. so what we recommend is thinking not only about planning for death, but planning for accidents and disability, having a wallet card in your wallet, which indicates that there's a pet at home, what kind of pet, and who the contact people are, the vet, and, the, and somebody who could step in and get access to your place. And That's a good idea. Imagine if there's a fire at home. Is anybody going to know if you're out for the afternoon, fire occurs, that, that there's a pet inside, so everybody ought to have uh, a door sign. These are kind of things that you can get at the uh, uh, vet supply shop. We include them in the book as cutouts that people could just use right there. Then they have to plan for what happens in the event of their death. And lots of folks, we, when we launched the book at the Detroit Kennel Club Dog Show, a lot of pet owners were saying, my kids are going to take care of it. And in many cases, that will be true. But in a number of cases, the kids were standing right there with a the pet owner and waving their hand. No, 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 we're not going to take care of your dog. <laughs> uh-huh. So you really need to talk to your family about it. Make sure that they understand the responsibility and that it is going to perhaps change their lifestyle. And Get the right people in line with the right amount of money. Provide care instructions so that you don't just assume that. And we're not only talking about dogs and cats; we're talking about any kind of pet. For example, a parrot, which is very difficult to take care of. A horse, which you can't just assume someone's going to take care of. Make the proper arrangements, which sometimes ends up with a pet trust. I've heard of some loopholes where a person was left X amount of money to care for the animal, and then they turned around and euthanized the animal because there was nothing that said they couldn't. Well, yeah, they- we heard of a case in talking to Betty. Why don't you tell them about this one about the the cat? Yeah, um, we had a, um, heard about a case where the um, money with the pet owner left money set aside for for the care of her cat and uh, left the nephew in charge of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, she died and came to the trustee and said, "Well, I want the five thousand dollars for taking care of the cat." Mm-hmm. And the trustee said, "Well, no, that money's you know for the cat's care and to take care of the cat." And and the nephew said, "Well, I." I took care of the cat. <gasps> uh oh. Oh, that's just that's horrible. Oh no. Yeah. So how much so did this, how much did Trouble end up getting? Trouble has a trust, I believe, with two million, and the annual expenses are running about sixty thousand for the caregiver, which is a hotel manager, and I doubt that he actually walks the dog himself. It's a Hemsley Hotel in Florida. Sure. Um, <laughs> pay fifteen to eighteen hundred for food. Maybe six to eight thousand for grooming, and my guess is the groomer comes to the hotel, and then uh, some uh, budgeted monies for vet expenses, and a hundred thousand a year for twenty-four hour private security. 
Sure, sure. Sure. Joy. Death threat. Joy, Joy Turner, animal communicator, Joy Turner. Is trouble okay with that? Is, uh, I mean, kind of 12 million to 2 million. Joy? What, hi, yeah. What trouble is, I had to first say hi to trouble. I understand it. And what trouble wants everybody to know is that there was a whole lot of hoopla around that whole situation. And as long as the care is there for like the rest of that lifetime, there's no real issue for them. Okay. And I think two million should cover it. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And animals typically don't know about money anyway that much. Bob and Betty, the book is really, really good. And it's very important that, uh, especially if you're a bird owner or you have an an animal that's going to outlive you, that you do plan your estate because there's a lot of things that could go wrong. What is the most common mistake people make when planning their pet's future welfare? You know, as I've seen it, it's probably not doing any planning at all. They assume that they're going to outlive their pet. Uh-huh. That'll probably happen, in many cases will happen, but I think people, you know, what, what we say is expect the best and plan for the worst. You never can tell what's going to happen. So whether it's an accident, whether it's a tornado or, or, or firestorm or whatever, we think the biggest mistake people make is not to plan at all. The book is Who Will Care When You're Not There? The authors Robert Cass and Elizabeth Carey. A very important book. I have 10 copies to give away right now at one 405 8405 However... If you're not lucky enough to get through, head on over to your bookstore and pick it up. Actually, Amazon will have them. Amazon Borders, Borders, Barnes & Noble? No, Amazon. Just Amazon. And if people want them in quantities, then they should go to the publisher's website. Can I give that web address? Absolutely. It's www.carobtree, C-A-R-O-B, tree, press, one word. And people are ordering them in quantities to give as gifts and also uh, for fundraising because we'll give them wholesale pricing and part of the money can go to an animal welfare organization or to your own pet club or reader organization. You're doing a good thing. We'll uh, put a link at the website at AnimalRadio.com. Anything you've heard on today's show at AnimalRadio.com. Bob, Betty, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Thanks very much for having us. More Animal Radio on the way. Hey, this is Cesar Milan. When I'm not doing the dog whisper, I'm listening to Animal Radio. Stay balanced. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. (laughs) Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try natural balance. Warm weather is here, and your dog is ready to trade in its winter coat for a summer haircut. Wall Pet Clippers are the number one home grooming choice for dogs and their owners because Wall's precision ground blades cut hair without pulling or snagging. Grooming your dog at home is safe, easy, and it helps you save money. 
So show how much you care. Cut your dog's hair with a wall clipper. Visit wall, W-A-H-L, pet.com. This is Animal Radio. Happy Father's Day. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, how are you today? Good. Welcome to the show. You're on with animal communicator, Joy Turner. Hi, Joy. Thank you for taking my call. You're very welcome. Who can I talk to for you today? Um, I would like and ask you to talk to, I have a couple cats that need speaking to. Um, Freya is the one that's struggling. I have six cats, Joy, four of my own, and I took in two of my mom's when she passed away a year ago. Okay. And um, they're about 85% adapted to each other. However, Freya is one of the two of my mom's cats, and she's struggling with two of my kitties. Um, they, she growls at them because they have, uh, attacked her, um, stare down. I want to know what I can do for Freya to be included and to let her, her fear go away. Okay, well, Freya says she doesn't think most of the issue is hers. She thinks it's the other cats because they're the ones that were mean to her. Yeah. And so she thinks that really what you need to do is talk to them and find out what you need to do for them to stop being mean to her because she thinks if she knew they wouldn't be mean and they wouldn't keep kind of mumbling under their breath like they do, <laughs> okay, that no, she'd be okay. Um, that would be Jade and Tessa. Those, those are the two that are more aggressive. Okay, Jay, okay, they both basically have a common agreement of you need to talk to them more about why those cats are here, especially Freya, because they weren't really included in the discussion to bring them. So what I would do if I were you, I would talk to them about how your mother had passed and these kitties needed homes and then make it apply to Jay and Tessa. Like, for instance, if I were to pass away, you would need someone to take care of you. And that's what we're doing with Freya. Okay. And enlist their help. Um, the other, the other issue is, um, we've just recently, a week ago, moved into a new residence, which includes one more kitty, but the, that kitty's separated. That kitty lives upstairs, but they're gonna have visuals of each other between the sliding doors, and she's very much a loner kitty. Her name is Percy. Okay, and what do you wanna know from Percy? Um, I want her to know that it's, that it's okay, that it's okay that these other kitties are here. That, Percy that nobody's going to take you, her, her attention away from her. Percy says her to tell you, she knows you think it's okay for those other cats to be there, but she's going to need to know them better before she thinks it's okay. okay. So she just thinks it's a matter of time. Okay, and you know, Joy, one more, one more thing to add in. Before we moved to this new residence, I had one of, one of my female kitties spraying. And I, since then, it has stopped. I've been using a um, pheromone spray on the walls, and everything seems to be good there. And her name's Baby. I just don't know what that was about. Um, Baby says that she was not happy. Not, she Basically, what she's trying to tell me in a very quick way here is that she didn't understand exactly what all was happening with what you were doing and why you were doing it and if they were to be included. So... If you move again, you need to start when you first think about moving, explaining that whole situation, why and where you're going, and that they're coming with you, they'll always be with you, that kind of thing. That's that's beautiful. That all makes so much sense to me. I thank you so much, Joy. You're very welcome. 
Okay, take care. Thanks for your call, Jennifer. We appreciate it. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Could be Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani with your grooming questions. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Our pet travel expert Susan Sims. She's the publisher of Fido Friendly, by the way, if you didn't know that. And Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. We're all here for you. Toll-free right now. This is Animal Radio. Good day, animal lovers. It is time for your resident party animal, and that'd be me, Vinnie Penn. Uh, just hung up the phone with uh, my sister who lives out in Las Vegas. She had to go because she was having what she called a play date with her dog. She has a girlfriend who got uh, the same dog, same time as her. They're, uh, technically, the dogs are uh, brothers. I don't know, brother and sister or sisters. I don't know. I never inquire about the sex of the animal when a dog is introduced into a family. But she said, yeah, we're having a play date with the dogs. And I said, well, this this is a brilliant idea. And she said, yeah, she comes over once a week and we let the dogs play in the yard and then we get to catch up. We also have a yappy hour, she said. And I, and I said, excuse me? She goes, yeah, yappy hour. You know, we, we have drinks. We'll crack open a couple of bottles of wine. And I thought to myself, this is not a play date for the dogs. No matter what clever name you come up with, Whatever, guys, this is an excuse for you to uh, get drunk with uh, your girlfriend uh, under the ruse that you care about your animals and then um, drive the little guy home drunk. And I've met her friend Anne-Marie before. I could see her propping her dog up in her lap and having that dog steer the car. Yaffy hour. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. Oh my God! Just one of the violin players is not showering. How can you tell? No. Yeah. How can I, can I tell? Smell it smells. <laughs> that is yeah, one of your violin players, isn't it? Segment there. Yeah, I know. Not a good way to start the grooming segment. That's terrible. Terrible. I'll, I'll have. I'll talk to them later. Will you take care of that? Yeah, I'll take care of it, I promise. Maybe we can find something on the Senior Pet Products website at SeniorPetProducts.com that will take care of the violin player's smell. Maybe something that's uh, made for a dog. I will look later, and if I do find something, I'll get 25% off because I put the promo code SAVE25 in the promo box at SeniorPetProducts.com. Now offering the newest formulation of Chondroflex and Synovoflex. Chondroitin Flex and Synovo Flex 3. And it's always the lowest prices there. Take an extra 25% off. Put that promo code SAVE25 in the box there on the front of SeniorPetProducts.com. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring Joey Volani on Animal Radio this Father's Day weekend. Joey Volani, what's the tip for the week? What was I... Well- what was I? Um, oh, I, you know what? I have so much going on in my head. You yeah, really do. You know that tips that um, I almost forgot what I was going to talk about. But now I remember. <laughs> you know what? When you when you go to you know, does that happen to you sometimes? How you know you just you're just sitting here and you know you're, you're thinking about something else. It happens forget, every but, um, five minutes. Brain fart. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway. When you bring your dogs to the beach, which a lot of people like to do, I like to do it myself, um, but I can't let my dogs off the leash because they're, um, you know, I'm a groomer. I'm not a trainer like Vlade, so I need some tips to keep my dogs <laughs> in line. 
But anyway, the sand and, and the salt water actually um, will take their toll on the, on the dog's coat, whether it's short hair or a long-haired dog. The first thing we want to do is we want to get that sand out of the coat. Now, it's not the sand which is going to cause the matting, but it's going to be the scratching that's going to come from um, that sand on, on the skin, mm-hmm. which is going to make the pet itchy. You know, it's the same thing. You go to the beach, you, if you don't shower, um, you're going to get a little bit irritated, um, you know, from usually near some private areas, and um, you're going to get a little irritated in there. So what you want to do from keeping the dog from scratching, because scratching the coat is going to tangle it if you have a dog that has long hair is you want to brush it out now I know a lot of people like to take their pets maybe in the backyard or maybe there might be a shower at the beach that, um, you know, let's put the dog under there and rinse it out. The problem with that is this. If I do not get it all out, it just gets embedded closer down near the skin, which a lot of times makes it, makes it worse. Um, so what ends up happening is, is you get a dog that gets even more irritated, more itchy, and gets more matting. So what you want to do is let the dog dry thoroughly. And um, use, a, use a good brush and a comb and brush it out, okay? And what that's going to do, that's going to pull it up away from the skin. It's going to brush it away, and you shouldn't have any problems. Now, on short-haired dogs, most short-haired dogs, you won't have a problem because you can put, most of the time just use your hand and, 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 and run it over the coat and get rid of it. But the dogs that have folds, like um, bulldogs and... Um, um, come on, give me a dog with a fold here. Um, Sharpay. Sharpays. There you go. See, I knew you were, you were on your toes there, Judy. And uh, <laughs> what you got to do is you got to get the sand out of those folds, and that's really important because they can get really irritated. Also, it can cause infection. So what you can do is get yourself a little, um, you know, witch hazel you'll get in, in the um, in, in the grocery um, first aid aisle, and put it on a cotton ball and go in there and swab it out. Um, and that's also going to clean it out. So if there's any, um, you know, fungus growing or any bacteria or anything, it'll get rid of it, and it'll keep it nice and clean, and you'll have a nice, healthy dog. Now, even people who who put their dogs in strollers. You know what? Sand blows. And if you have dogs that have folds, you need to keep that clean. The same thing with their eyes. Um, if you can put a little saline solution there and, and, and clean it out. The salt water basically does the same thing. Even though salt water is um, therapeutic um, in a lot of cases for people, it's not great on, on pets' coat because the salt water will dry on the coat. Mm. And the same thing, just like the sand. Um, the good thing about all of this, and you know what, I know a lot of people say, oh, I went to the beach and my dog got fleas, and that's very highly doubtful when that happens um, because fleas can't live um, because of their um, exoskeleton. They really can't live in areas that have sharp, pointy um, you know, objects like sand, salt, and, huh. and whatnot. But um, so it's, you don't have to worry so much about the um, about the um, parasites as much as you you know you really do about the sand and the salt itself. If you do that, your dog will be very happy. You'll have a fun day at the beach, and then you know what? I don't have to worry about my dog getting mad. At so next time I go to the beach, I got the best looking dog there. There you go, Joey. There you go, Joey Villani on Animal Radio, and uh, all his tips over at the website at animalradio.com. And by the way, got a brand new Facebook page, Joey. You want to friend him. And uh, we'll put links at the Animal Radio website, how to friend to Joey Villani. Yeah, I need some friends. we got to get out of here. Remember, you can email us all week long at yourvoice at animalradio.com or call us. We have a voicemail attached to one 405 8405 All right, guys. I okay. appreciate your time today. Have a nice... Have a great weekend you and too. enjoy it. Happy Father's Day. 
This is Animal Radio Network. Network.